Glorious? I'm not on the route yet. I hit, but now, oh, so if you hit start, oh, wow, fuck, and such a long route. And then you I hate to say this. Even more of an old loser. I, I knew that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, it's all right. That's rare. No, but dude, like, I You're knew, way more cool than I am. I'm apparently even less cool than I thought I was 20 <laughs> seconds ago, dude. Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right, lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know. <laughs> Where you came up with that idea? Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, yeah. Guys, welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. Uh, I am Julio. He is Francis. We're also joined by Chris and Ryan. Um, Bless you. Allergy season is upon us. Hope (sighs) you guys are taking care. Mm. Um, Francis, how, how's your life going, dude? It's okay. Uh, it's okay. I'm, I'm, as I said, I've committed myself to being okay with not working out anymore. Mm. Um, I think the battle is over and I've, I'm happy with how long I held out. I didn't, I didn't become a middle-aged dad bod guy for longer than a lot of people totally but uh i do think this is an end of an era really this could be it and that exercise now will just happen when it happens because i'm you know uh, maybe i'll go work out Mm. Mm -hmm. instead of feeling shitty that i didn't work out three times in a week right so so are you just down now to like twice a week I don't know. I don't I don't I have no more expectations of myself. Mm-hmm. I have I've decided I'm going to hold myself to a much lower standard in all aspects of my life. Solid. I think that's good. I think in general that's good. I'm ready to be a lesser human being. But I think that you maybe you may find that you, you you won't like lose a step the way that you think and in fact it might make you a better human being. I I that's the whole goal here is yeah. I am filled with so much disappointment in myself all the time. And I feel like if I don't hit these uh, standards for myself that I've held myself to for a long time, that I feel defeated and as though I've failed. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sick of that feeling that then rather than hold myself to that high standard, I've just decided to change my standards. I think this is a good lesson. And I think, dude, it's also just like... No, it is. I'm serious. I it's, love that you're embracing this. And it's that good. You're not, I'm basically saying I'm quitting on myself. No, dude. No, dude. I think that like the way that like listen, I we all know you well here, everybody listening, and you know Chris and Ryan, and like the degree with which you are like, dude, I'm like not that happy right now. How regularly that happens leads me to believe that like you know having lower expectations will actually benefit you because they're not going to lower that much. You're not just going to become a worthless loser overnight. You know what I mean? By like, like maybe, and and, and you also won't stop being ambitious. So like you may actually have better output by having lower expectations. Oh, it's interesting. Instead of being like, I need to do this, 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 and this and doing nothing, you'll do less, but you'll be doing way more Mm -hmm. in a way. The expectations will be less, but your output will improve. I like the sound of that. I think there, I think there's something there, man, you know, and listen, you look great. You're doing great. Um, you know, you're maybe not the number one guy on earth, no. but you're in the number one percentile. Oh, gosh. That's too kind. <laughs> I, I, I'm really ready to resign myself to whatever will happen to me with 
really throttling back. And I just don't know that I'm going to end up becoming unemployed or that my teeth will fall out of my head. You know, I have these ideas that if I were to stop being so uh, consistently running at full speed that I would lapse into lethargy and drug addiction and (laughs) unemployment and, you know, bad, bad, bad behavior. And I just, to your point, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't either. I think it's okay for me to have the nachos. I think it's okay for me to sleep in till 9.30, you know? These are the things I'm going to start allowing myself to do. And you know what? I also know that if all of a sudden I wake up one day and I hate myself, I'll kick it back into gear. Yeah. Mm. I think that's the lesson here. Yeah, totally. And listen, dude, I think uh, you're still going to keep crushing it. The other point is there's power in, in taking agency over the decision. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I, I'm telling myself now in a time when I am still in relatively good shape uh, that I'm choosing to do this, which makes me feel like I I have agency over it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You didn't just do it because you didn't have self-control. You chose to do it. Yeah. I didn't wake up one day shocked by the scale or that my clothes didn't fit or that uh, all of a sudden... You know, my wife didn't just tell me that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not really attracted to you right now. <laughs> um, so hopefully, hopefully things stay the course and I can be happier as a result. Yeah, dude. It's like, OK, f- what I sort of compare it to in a way is like, have you ever played sports when you were sick and you like had the best game you've ever had? Like you had let like lower expectations for yourself because you're like, well, I'm sick. I'm just going to be loose and go out there and like, and you like you play well. Yes, I, I, I more injured weirdly. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. it's the same. It's similar. Mm-hmm. So like, it, it's something like that to me. It's like you, it just by having these like crazy expectations, like you just you add pressure that is like counterproductive sometimes, mm. and it can be crippling, dude. Mm-hmm. Like it give it can give you this like crippling anxiety, anxiety where you don't know where to start. You know the big picture, and you're like, okay, well, I need to do that. And working toward it seems extremely overwhelming instead of thinking more sort of like currently. You're like, okay, what can I do today type mm-hmm. of thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like yeah. trying hard and, and seeing what happens type of thing. I don't know. It's like resetting the expectations. I know this. that's not only what you're, what you're talking about, but it's like sort it's related at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if you don't have this and that and you're not in the best shape and you're not this and that then you're a loser which is just wrong right and until you're there you're not going to be happy but but when you get there you'll be happy but for now this is what we have to do it's a means to an end it doesn't have to be that way right you're prospering you're doing well you look great Hmm. you're young you're handsome you're (laughs) successful uh you know uh, you got a lot going for you and you should be allowed to enjoy that while it's happening Uh, that's very kind yeah i appreciate that I appreciate that. Yeah, dude. What's um? Yeah, bro. What is your? Do you have a? Mm, actually, no. It's that was a dumb question. I was going to ask. Okay. Um, what are your goals right now? Do you have goals? Uh, are you still enjoying your career? Yeah, very much. More I'm like, than ever. Um, 
close to more than ever. Yeah. Like there's obviously things that are like stressful about it, you know, where I'm like, I feel pressure to keep things going well. Um, so I can maintain, you know, this lifestyle that I've built for myself, you know, not that I'm doing anything crazy or over the top, but I've been, I like my life and I don't want that to go away. So I certainly feel the pressure. I have some goal. Yeah, I have some goals. Like I'd like to figure out a way to get my next video project paid for. Hmm. That's sort of my goal right now. Um, I'm exploring and figuring that out or even just to maximize the juice from the one that I'm about to put out. Hmm. So it's like, I don't want it to just come out and nothing happens. So I'm trying to like have conversations because this is the stage where I usually run out of gas where I'm like, I've just been grinding on this so long. I don't have the energy to like send it to people, have conversations, be annoyed when they're like not telling me what I want to hear. Like all that feels like tiresome, but it's like, it's, it's okay. Um, if nothing happens, great, but let's at least try. Mm. So I guess those are like my goals right now. I don't know. Did you mean work goals? Did you mean life goals? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder sometimes if um, you seem much more, in a way, contented. You know, it, you know, moment to moment, mm. which is something that I don't. I really struggle with. I don't recognize when things when I'm when I'm happy, mm-hmm. and then most of the time I'm fixated on what's wrong or what's lacking or what's next or what's next. Uh-huh. And everyone says, be present. Well, fuck you. Tell me how. (laughs) Give me a a course of action to switch to that. I want to be present. I want to smell the flowers and and taste the coffee and look around and say to everyone, isn't this nice? I want to be that guy. But you just tell me to be present like you're some shaman. (laughs) <laughs> You're not giving me a, a prescription for that. And yeah. it's so vague and 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 I don't know, it just feels are are those people who say that really employing that too in their own life? Are they that good at it? Yeah, yeah, I agreed. I think it's an easy thing to say and a difficult thing to do. And people like that you always seek chinks in their armor. Yeah, but but th- th- I think an important lesson is that like we're all human, whatever. Nobody's perfect, and I do think that the awareness of that is part of that concept. Like the idea that be pre- as present as you can. If you find yeah. yourself not being present, that's okay. Have mm-hmm. the thought, let it slip away, come back in the moment. Um, and I feel you. Like it, it's impossible to like fully be this like pure present. Maybe some people are able to do it, but I certainly am not. Able to do it. But if you can do it a little, I think it can help. I would be willing to bet you, Julio, that there is a direct correlation between people who constantly remind you to be present and having very little money saved for retirement. <laughs> that the people who live with the ethos of embrace every day, stay present, have nothing in their 401ks or their Roth IRAs. Nothing. Mm. And it's because they are living for today and not for tomorrow. So I, it's funny. I, I have that thought too. Where I'm like, all right, if I were, if I were just really being, living in the moment, I would be a sociopath. Mm-hmm. I would just do whatever I wanted and not worry about anybody who wasn't in front of me. But I don't think that's the point of it. It's like be present. You can be present and be responsible. 
You know what I mean? I don't think it, ne- and like I hear you, but I don't necessarily think it has to be associated with some airy person who has no roots and no home and no savings. And like, I think that whether or not that is true sometimes, it doesn't mean that that isn't a good lesson still. I, to try I, to I agree. Let me, let me clarify. I don't even think they're wrong. No. I think it's easy to say, well, yeah, you can e- easily be present if you just don't care about tomorrow. But let me tell you something, dude. I can't say for sure that if I were to live my life by the book, by the accountant's book, and sock away my maximum 401k contribution for the sake of avoiding you know, taxes and set myself up such that when I turn 65, I have all the money I need to live happily for the remaining, let's say, 15 to 25 years of my life. Um, I don't know that once I've retired, I will be so grateful for the responsible foresight that I had my whole life that I will live out those years thinking, I got it right. (laughs) It's possible that in those years, I will say to myself, man, why did I think that I couldn't spend a little more of my money or take some yeah. more risks when I was young? Yeah. I'm now old, my body's broken down, and I don't even have the energy to yeah. do risky shit with my money anymore. Did you, that's my regret. From... I don't even like my children. I don't want them to have this money. <laughs> I regret that even from the recent past. My... I'm like, man, that was such a good time in your life. Why didn't you, why were you so stressed? Why didn't you enjoy it more? And I think that the likely scenario when I'm old, when I look back, is that I'm going to think that. And I hate that. I hate that. So I have that in my mind sometimes. And That's a scary thought. I know. I know. And I try my best, dude, to to enjoy it all. You know, it's all going by pretty quick. But that's, dude, that thought makes me think, I should stop working. <laughs> but you can't. But you can work and not be stressed. I don't know that I can. Theoretically. I don't know that there's a job out there short of, I don't know. I don't know, being a lifeguard, something really menial where you're just clocking in and clocking out and the task takes up very little of your time. It's not going to be fulfilling but I'll, I won't be thinking, how do I use this to get to this, to this, and then blah, 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 start my own thing. I don't know. I think about that some days. Like, I'll be in, like, the smoothie store. And you know those, like, smoothie stores always have a vibe? Yep. There's, like, an ethos. Like, everybody's excited to be surrounded by all these vegetables and fruits. Everybody, <laughs> everybody appears to be happy. They, yeah. they, they believe in a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. And they're joking around. Someone's... You know, throwing the end of a radish at someone across the juice floor. And it'll be like during a day where I'm having the worst day and I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I wish I was back there making smoothies, dude. Not, and you know. But here's my question. Do you not think, knowing yourself as you do, that if you were to work for a smoothie store, you'd start looking around and seeing, you know, if we used three quarters of a mango instead of the full mango... That will reduce our price margin on mangoes by 25%. I would not be thinking that. And if we continue in that way, we don't need to be using these organic blueberries, honestly. We're not (laughs) even marketing them as organic, and they're 13% higher in price. 
hell, this place is really <laughs> poorly run. I'm going to take what I've learned uh, from working here start and start own. Julio's Juices, spelled with a G. I actually, dude, I don't think that I have the uh, demeanor or whatever it is. I don't have the proper whatever to be a business owner. Well, I don't know about business owner necessarily, but maybe you would take those thoughts to the higher ups. Oh, and tell them. And then they would say, we do things the way that we do here. There's a reason my name's on the t-shirt and not yours, Julio. <laughs> and then you would go back to your work hating the people you work for and you would think the place you worked was stupid. Okay, that's such an extreme example. Like, I think that if I did come to them and tell them that, there's a very easy way to not do it and make me feel validated still. Because if I'm the, if I'm the employer and my guy comes and tells me that, I'm like, this kid's a ringer. Let's run it. We need this guy behind. Okay, okay, let's do it. So I'm... I'm, you're, I'm uh, you're, you're the kid. I'm John of John's Juices. No, no, no. I'm John of John's you're Juices. You're John's of John's because Juices? You, yeah, you come tell me the margin thing, and I'll show you how I would tell, Okay, but then I get I a turn to be the you. boss. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> Hi, John. Hey, what's going on, Francis? Uh, first, Step into my office. <laughs> yeah. First of all, uh, I, I just want you to know how appreciative I am of this job. Um, it's really helping me chip away at my student loans. And uh, I, I, I'm really grateful. Thank you. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure, man. And also, it's great to have people like you on the floor who like believe in the green lifestyle. I mean, hell, you're wearing green pants right now. <laughs> uh, so I, I try to walk the walk. Yeah, John. There you go. That's, what, we, that's what we're all about walk. here, Francis. With that said, if you do you mind if I'm can I speak frankly with you? Of course. Yeah. So, I noticed that every day when we um we peel the bananas, we know we go through about 475 bananas a day. And we throw those bananas <laughs> into our glad trash bags, right? Which are the industrial strength. I noticed that those glad trash bags Go for about $4.99 per 24 bags, right? Mm -hmm. But frankly, most of the fruit discard that we end up throwing away doesn't weigh so much. And if we were to just go with the off-brand trash bags, call them the Rite Aid brand trash bags, we would actually be saving half our money on trash bags, which by my calculations amounts to about three thousand eight hundred dollars in savings per year Jeez. which we could then use to invest in more new and high-end vitamixes which would break what less frequently causing us to not have to call for a repairman or replace the parts as often and i just think one place of efficiency improved begets another and we will start to see major profits and a return on investment at this company. Wow, friends! First of all, thank like thank you for going above and beyond the Call of Duty here. Like, you know, it's amazing to hear that you're even thinking this analytically about the business. I and can't help myself. My dad worked for Vitamix. <laughs> wow, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, yeah, like th thank you so much. Like, I want feedback from you guys working on the floor more than anyone like when i'm not there and i'm worrying about the distribution and getting all the stuff there and kind of the big picture like i need to hear this stuff i'm i'm so relieved to hear that because i said to myself i don't even know if i can bring this to him no no of course and, and i encourage you to bring any concern 
or anything that you think will help the business run better in the future um, because it's stuff like that that is going to make this business a sustainable business. Great. Just like the ethos that we that we kind of practice and preach. So I'll let them know that they should start buying the off-brand trash bags. Then. Well, you don't have to worry about that because what we're actually planning to do is we're intending to uh, switch over to compostable trash bags so that all the produce waste that goes into the garbage, we're going to end up throwing... Uh, all that stuff out and it can be immediately composted and the beauty with that uh, is that even though it costs a little bit more like we're going to do some sort of PR campaign to let people know that this is what we're doing and that we we walk the walk right huh we walk the walk um, so even though it's going to cost a little bit more for the business Francis I suspect that we may end up making more money on the back end if we continue to sort of promote our green practices so you're saying that by trying to entice eco-conscious customers, we will actually grow our sales? I believe so. The problem, John, (laughs) is that people don't care. They just don't care. You're not... In my experience, people want things done easily and uh, with with as clean a process as possible. And they just they just don't care. We don't care about that big continent of trash floating out in the ocean. Do you know why? Because nobody knows where it is. We can't see it. It's out of sight, out of mind. Wow. Leave it to the billionaires to solve those issues. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, you know, Francis, I think that is a problem. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather be on the right side of that problem. Well, John, that's good to hear. <laughs> You're a man after my own heart. All right. This is, seems like a good way forward. Dude, thank you so much. This is an open door. Anytime you have any thoughts, anything that you want to change around here, please immediately let me know. And you keep doing good work with this man. And you know, there's definitely a future for you at this company. I appreciate that. I don't want to get greedy, but I do have one more small complaint. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I've noticed that Marsha has been wearing crop tops to work. Mm-hmm. Look, I wouldn't have said anything, but occasionally some kiwi peels end up actually falling down the waistband of her pants. She's got full-blown fruit rinds inside her underwear because of the fact that her shirt doesn't reach her belt. Not only is it a little bit unprofessional and unbecoming, it's becoming a major health concern. What can we say? Can we say anything to her? Can I say something to her? Let us worry about that. Let us worry about that. Okay, I'll leave that to you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good to know. Have you noticed? Have you I noticed have that she's wearing these crop tops? Uh, the crop tops themselves don't bother me. No, but if, if she's storing fruit waste in her clothes, I don't know if she's what she's taking. If she's trying to take it home, mm. I don't know why you'd ever want that. I'll take a peek at the cameras. Orange peels, carrot shavings, man. I mean, beet tops. You <laughs> name it, she's got it down there. Uh, Fra- you know, Francis. One second. I just gotta. I, I really gotta. Okay. Hey. Th- thanks, John. I'll John, what's up? see ya. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go. that was fun. Pretty good. All right, let's flip the script really quick. I want to turn to be the boss. <laughs> I want to be a turn. I want to turn because oh. because you you just presented a uh, a perfect boss. You had a perfect solution, <laughs> yeah. and I think that there is. A, I don't know how often that happens in the business world. So let's say maybe that happens 
at your juice shop in San Francisco. Let's say that our juice shop is the one in Milwaukee. Okay. Same store. John's Juices. I'm John. Knock, knock. Yes, come in. Hey there, John. Oh, hi, Peter. Hey, how are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. What's going on? What can I do you for? So, I just, I, I was thinking, um, and I'm sorry if I'm crossing a boundary here, but I noticed that the the blueberries that we're buying, they are, uh, you know, per ounce, sort of like 20, 25% more expensive than the other blueberries. Um and we're not even promoting the fact that they're organic. So I figure that maybe we're spending a lot a lot more money on that. And Peter, if, if Peter we were... I'm gonna stop you right there. How how long have you been working here? Oh, about oh, oh just a bit over two years, sir. Yeah, two years. Okay. So uh I filed the <laughs> LLC here twenty eight years ago. Okay? And I've grown it into what it is today. We've got two locations, and they are thriving. We got we got more juice than we can handle. Okay, Peter. Now, remind me, what does your shirt say? Uh, it's just a logo for one of my favorite music artists. Oh, so you're not even wearing the uh, the attire we expect you to wear. Well, my shift just ended, sir. Ah, I'm wearing it underneath this sweatshirt. It ended at you're done at five o'clock, and right now it's it's five o two. So you're 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 just you're done. Two minutes after your shift, you 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 follow the clock pretty closely. I I, I guess so. Yeah, twenty eight years running this shop. I can't tell you that I've ever known exactly what time I've clocked out. Do you know why that is? Why why sir? Because when your name is on the shirt, and when your name is on the neon board outside and when your name means something to these people you don't get to just say 501 i'm done you don't even get to say 502 i'm done time ceases to matter i don't give a flying fuck about anything some whippersnapper playing double A ball at my juice shop here for a cup of coffee has to say about blueberries or otherwise. Okay? All right, sir. Thanks for that. You know what? Why don't you bring me your John's Juices shirt? You know why? You're done. Sir. Yeah. You don't get to talk to me like that. Okay? You don't get to come in here. You think you're the first 19-year-old to walk into this office telling me that we're paying too much for fruit? You think you think I haven't considered all of that? We do things a certain way. If you don't like it, go work at Jamba Juice. They got a good one over at O'Hare. Well, well, sir, I just, I just thought that I, I was, I was trying to help. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You I, thought wrong. Can I, can I? Am I still terminated, sir? Sure are. Have a good one, Peter. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, there, that's. 
That's that scene. That's to me. That's how that plays out. That's how that goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. It could go that way. It could go that way. It could go your way. It could go out. It could go my way. Uh, and, and and I think that's the issue. Guys, if you're looking to look sick this summer, we recommend crushing an order from Express. Express has it going on. We're wearing it. We're living it. Express has us ready to rip this summer to shreds. Seriously. And dude, honestly, before this started with Express, like I was thinking about how I needed clothes for the summer and I got everything that I needed from Express. Even if, dude, if it's just from the perfect Pima cotton tee, which is a very versatile, solid item that you can wear for any occasion in any situation to something that's a little more intricate. I mean, right now I'm wearing this sick white denim jacket um, that fits me amazingly and looks sick. Wearing these dope uh, kind of khaki chino style pants. They're very cool. You're rocking this sick polo. I love this polo. I love a sort of heavier weight, but still breathable lovely i guess you'd call this a pistachio colored polo um guys they've got button downs breezy printed styles that go from beach to bar seamlessly a green tea ice cream polo oh yeah watch out the green tea crepe ice cream uh (laughs) ice cream polo or lightweight linen blends made for summer in our uh they've got their best-selling 1mx dress shirt uh all of it's awesome we love express they're always running. Express is always running awesome sales. So we're excited that we have the code OOPS for 10% off online that you can use in addition to the deals Express already has. Head to express.com for your summer wardrobe. Use code OOPS for 10% off that you can use in addition to the deals Express already has at express.com. And dude, you don't know about this yet, but so I took the liberty of ordering Francis something that I think that he would really like from ah. Express. Dude, it's sick. You're going to love it. And if you don't, I'll be shocked. So I'm excited to surprise <laughs> right. you. I can't wait. Express.com, promo code OOPS for 10% off the online order. Now, why did we do that? I can't remember. <laughs> no idea. Oh, we were talking, we were talking about, about oh, like the pressure of working or whatever. Yeah. Um, about, oh, you, we said that you... I asked you that if you took a more menial job, would you be able to stop yourself (laughs) from from expanding your mind and and wanting to kind of improve things and then potentially to 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 quell your ambition and just be happy with with where you're working? Mm. And you said you don't have a problem with that, right? I, I don't think I said that. I mean, I I. I don't know that that's necessarily directly related to like to me, if I was working at a juice place, which is fine. If I was, I likely would have another thing I wanted to be doing eventually. You know what I mean? So I wouldn't be thinking about trying to move up the juice ranks or maybe I would, maybe I get really into juice Mm. and begin juicing it up. But I think that your, what you're saying is, is another version of what I said, which is dissatisfaction with, uh, with your job. So listen, I mean, I, I, which is a which is an impediment to staying present. So, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, I guess that's true. And I don't really have dissatisfaction with my job. Like there are things about the job that I'm dissatisfied with, of course. But overall, I'm more satisfied than I'm not. Which allows that's really me to healthy. Be, that's a great thing to hear. Yeah. And I envy you. Why wouldn't I be? Is my only question. Like, what is there not to be satisfied with? 
the fact that I'm not. I the think rock. it's as simple as just constantly being aware of people who are doing not just a little bit better than than we are, but way better than we are. Hmm. But the thing is, like most of the time, I wouldn't be like, oh, I would trade with them. Like I like the things that I'm doing. Like I like, you know, what I mean, I'd rather have it. I'd rather l- let it work out as me as it's going to than like be someone else and do something I don't like or that I'm that I don't specifically feel connected to, you know, but I'm not talking about, um, you just mean like me, but, but better status. I don't envy, by the way, I don't really envy any more people I know who are doing better than me, but don't work in, in comedy. I envy the people who do what we do and are doing better than right. I but I'm saying, but the pe- the th- even within what we do, I would say that there is a specific, there's specifics to that. Like I've, I'm like trying to carve out the specific path that I would like Mm. and trading places with somebody else would mean that I would have to forego that, which I don't know that I'm willing to do that. I see. I see. Um, so I don't know. And also not necessarily. I mean, you know, there's plenty of people with a podcast who are on the road who are crushing it. So, and it would certainly be nice to be them, but like, not if I had to not be me. And I get that this is an unrealistic scenario to begin with so that we can tailor it how we want. But the point being, I'm want, I want more. I'm uh, ambitious and I'd like to continue to get more and more successful, but I'm also happy with where I'm at. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm not afraid of, I'm afraid of it like going away for sure, but I'm not afraid that one day I'll, I'll feel like a failure. I already I already feel like I'm successful. I don't know how anyone ever achieves satisfaction. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. I don't know if it's just you have to be wired that way or if there is a practice. But I think we still are. Like you can be content and still be chasing satisfaction. I mean, think about the way we just are living our lives. Like we're constantly chasing yeah, but pleasure and satisfaction. Did you watch um inside bill's mind the Mm -hmm. three-part documentary about bill gates no is it new no it came out on netflix a couple years ago but it was pretty interesting um and what i learned from that is that here's this guy who has achieved the the most success by many measures of of any person on the planet he's in the top two or three right at all times Yeah. yeah and and you know, fundamentally changed the way that people communicate, they do business, all of this. Um, And he is brilliant, and he is a a figure of history. With that said, once he had made, whatever, $140 billion, his mind turned more towards, um, towards... Philanthropy? Philanthropy. And once he did that, he became aware of horrific conditions, sewage problems in third world countries, and how he can try to implement toilet systems and irrigation systems to modernize the way that they go to the bathroom so that people are less prone to fecal-borne diseases, things like that, or Mm -hmm. trash or recycling, whatever. I feel like he got to a point where most people would say i'm satisfied i don't money doesn't even matter anymore my legacy is intact 
I've done more than I've outkicked every every coverage of my dreams imaginable. What's left? Saving the world. Holy shit, the world is unsavable. Every step I take to fix something uncovers another massive problem. Um, you know, we are providing immunizations against diseases that we have cures for and yet this particular group of people refuse to take them and they're being wrecked by a disease that is so outdated um things like that and those things start to make you feel dissatisfied but you've created a thing you just made something up like he probably doesn't feel that way he knows that there's challenges He, he doesn't necessarily think he won't. He can solve them all. But don't you think he's he, just being helpful? He's trying to be helpful. But don't you think he attacks the irrigation problem with the same conviction and the same st- strategic mind mind process that he did with creating maybe, Microsoft? Like, yeah, maybe. But like, I I don't think that he is setting himself up for uh for dissatisfaction by doing this. I mean, he's he's the most charitable person in the history of the world, the gate the Gateses, and that in of of itself is. An incredible and wonderful achievement and contribution. So, granted, of course, there'll be challenges, like you said, with whatever specific thing. But like, I'm sure they've done tons of good, also. So, like, even if you're making life better for a thousand people instead of whatever six billion people, however many people are on the planet, like you can be satisfied with that and keep working more and more. You know what I mean? Maybe so. Why does it have to turn into a thing that you're failing at? Because I think that these people who have achieved that level of success are relentless in their ambition and every problem they see they want to solve. Right. But that doesn't have to be a downer is the point. You could be right about that. You know, you, you could be right. Maybe it's a puzzle for him. Yeah. It's fun. And like, like I don't fun, whatever, but like, it's not, it's not random that really rich people then move on to some next step power. Right. They want to get in politics or charity. And either way, both of those things have like wide reaching components of them that I'm sure is like a fun. It's fun that there's a next step because to your point, you have so much money, money, you're, that rat race is over for you. You don't even give a fuck anymore. And now if you were just to do nothing, you probably would just be really bored and feel like an existential crisis or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, hopefully we'll have that problem someday. I know. <laughs> I know. It would be awesome if one of us just like became insanely rich in like a completely random way or like in a more expected way. I got to say, I go, I walk by those Powerball and Mega Millions signs and they sing to me. Do you ever do it? Just as loudly as I think they sing to somebody who, you know, is destitute. Do you ever do it? I've bought the tickets when those jackpots get over a billion so let me ask you this is which it which is ridiculous is it smarter for us to just always be playing correct because even if it's 60 million that's a lot correct <laughs> even if you get hot whatever it is the 40 percent of that yes lump sum. You, you should be you should be buying the tickets it's the same odds every time every time right? because it's it's about the combination of numbers it's not about mm-hmm. how many people are buying tickets right so in theory, if you believe your chance is, if you believe enough to do it when the Powerball is over a billion, you should theoretically believe the same way when it's only twenty million. Mm-hmm, 
Interesting. We've been working with this brand for a while, uh, and we really do think it's a unique and cool service. But we recommend checking out StoryWorth. StoryWorth. If you're looking for a cool Father's Day gift. That's it. Um, it could be a really nice thing, because StoryWorth basically asks them a series of questions over a period of time and eventually ends up compiling a sort of original story about the person who was answering the questions. And it's a really unique way to kind of like get to learn about your family Mm -hmm. because it breaks down the wall of the sort of like father son relationship or whatever that is like parent child relationship. Uh, And you find your parents sharing things that they've never told you Mm. because it didn't matter because they were your caretaker, your guardian. They were worried about you. And it's interesting to like get this sort of third party perspective in a way Mm -hmm. where you're learning these specific things about your parents. And it's pretty amazing. And not only because of the way that it's set up, but also like sometimes when you ask people questions, if they sit there and really think about it and answer them, they will answer and and kind of like discover things about their past that they don't always think about right mm-hmm. away. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Just such a cool thing. Uh, the book is, is really a special thing. I've done it for my parents. Uh, we recommend doing it for yours. Uh, so listen, give all the dads in your life a unique, meaningful gift that you will all cherish for years. Uh, go to StoryWorth right now. For a limited time, you'll save $10 off of your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash oops. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash oops to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash oops. I got a good, uh, not not to change the subject, but I have, I have a good pivot topic. That oh, wanna, nice. That I want to make sure we hit. Hit me. Um, did you have like another, do you feel like we left the last part? I thought that incomplete? was really well handled and, I, and I, I appreciate your advice on it because I guess... I had gotten to a point where I just thought that satisfaction was unattainable. Mm. And you're telling me that's not true. I think it's, I think you can attain it now and not be because this idea that being satisfied at a stage in your career where in the scheme of things, you are not anywhere near as successful as some other people doesn't necessarily mean that you aren't ambitious, right? You can be ambitious and happy at the same time, I think. It may, I don't know. It's, po- it's possible, at least. I've said before that ambition is the death of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I'm not certain I, I don't feel that way anymore. But we well, shall see. Work in progress. Um, and yeah, dude, I don't know. Just think about all those great moments. Like when you got that standing ovation in Minnesota. Like, how great was that? Who gets a standing ovation in comedy unless it's like forced upon you because it's a special? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, little things like that, man, are very special and unique and, and you should be enjoying them as much as you can. Um, well, dude, so I went to Chris's birthday party yeah. on Saturday. It was sad to uh, miss. It was uh, mm-hmm. a good time. So a couple, of th- I, I, I learned a couple important lessons on the way over to Chris's apartment. So I took the subway. And the the it was Saturday, so the train that like goes closer mm. to Chris's apartment doesn't really run at night on the weekends. I don't think. Yeah, they're like doing construction. They do on shit. It. So so anyway, so I took a train that got me like fifteen minutes away from the party, uh, and then I walked. So as I'm walking over to Chris's house, first of all, Chris lives in a trendy neighborhood. As I'm walking down the street, within three minutes, I'm like, "Wow, I'm an old loser." Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I am completely out of touch with this. This is not my sphere at all. This is where it's all happening. This is the cutting edge of world culture. Mm-hmm. 
and I am nowhere near it and, and, and feel like I don't get it and I'm, outs- I'm an outsider. But I'd like to get it and mm-hmm. I would like to be a part of mm-hmm. it. So anyway, I'm sitting there thinking about that. Then I'm like, you know what? I should stick to my guns here and bring a pizza to this party. Yeah. Because that <laughs> is what I've talked about on the pod before. You show up mid-party with a pizza. It's a funny move. And also it's fun because everybody gets to eat pizza. So I'm looking for a pizza place. And I've noticed there's a pro- in Google Maps, there is a shortcoming where if I'm on a route, I cannot also search for places to get pizza along the route. Mm-hmm. You can only search for the area. But if I do the area, then I lose the pin of where I need to walk to. No, it doesn't. What? You can do it on it. How how do you do it? There's like a little button on Please on teach me. When it's navigating you. So if you're but but if I do I have to be in the process of following the directions like I have to hit go? Because what I usually do is I so I'll put on Google Maps say I'm going to to Combe, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk there. Mm-hmm. Now along this way, if this were a little bit more convoluted of a route, say it was like this. Okay? And I need to get here. Do you see did you search on it yet or like are you on the route? Yeah. You see the bottom, the top right, it has a little uh, magnifying glass? I'm not on the route yet. I hit, but now, oh, so if you hit start, oh, wow, fuck, and search a long route. And then you I t- say this? Even more of an old loser. I, I knew that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, it's all right. That's rare. No, but dude, like, I You're knew, way more cool than I am. I'm apparently even less cool than I thought I was 20 <laughs> seconds ago, dude. No, but I know that with, like, driving directions, you can do it. And I guess that makes sense because I've never actually turned on walking directions. I just look at the map. Mm. So that's why I didn't. Oh, oh, you never turned on walking directions. Yeah. Maybe you know why I like turning on walking directions? Because I like to beat their prediction for oh, how long wow. it'll take me to get there. Oh, that's interesting. They don't know my pace. They don't know if I'm going to get spooked by a pigeon and, and jog for a little. <laughs> they don't know that. They can't talk to me about that. <laughs> Whose pace are they going off of? Yeah. What? I yeah. like to beat their pace. I like to beat it. It makes me feel accomplished. So, yeah, that's why I like to turn on driving <laughs> uh, walking directions. Well, anyway, I'm glad I learned that in the middle of this so that everybody didn't fucking message me telling me I'm an idiot, which is what would have happened. Um, so, anyway, I brought a pizza. Ryan was there trying to get people to play this game, and people were like, not into it and he was like come on and it was like very cute and like very ryan somehow was too cool for school uh, was too cool for what school. was the name of the game i don't know the name of it but i found it on tiktok it's a rhyming game you say a celebrity's <laughs> name so for example i'd say jamie fox oh no i thought you were talking about the thing that you put on your feet before you put on your shoes oh no that's jamie socks and it's supposed to be fun <laughs> and it's supposed to and it's corny i get that but come on. Come on, guys. Everyone was like, I'm not playing that. Or yeah. I can't think of anything. Socks, rocks, so many words. Idiots. <laughs> Non-participatory idiots. Dropouts. Flameouts. Yeah. Losers. Whoa, those are my friends. Well, Chris, I went to multiple Ryan groups. brought the most difficult game to play to the party. It wasn't that difficult. That doesn't sound difficult. <laughs> I just explained it pretty well. Maybe your friends were too high. Mm, not the case. <laughs> Regardless, uh, I've tried it all. I tried it with like four different groups. It didn't work out. Damn. Sorry, too cool sorry, for right. school. Um, so tell me about this party. It was fun, dude. It was, uh, we were on the roof. Chris's building's very nice, by the way. Um, it was fun to see the new pad. This is in Greenpoint? Bushwick. Bushwick. Hell yeah. yeah. Met Chris's GF. Wow. Can Let's go. That? Can I mention that on the air? Um, and I learned a dirty secret about Chris, dude. What? From what? one of his boys. What's that? Chris He's was in a pe- fraternity. Yeah. I. Have you talked about that? 
I mean, I guess I haven't with you guys, but yeah, I'm not like hiding it. <laughs> it's a dirty little secret. Friday Chris. Yeah. Dirty little secret. Frat yeah. star. Yeah. Um, wow. What was that like? In terms of what? What do you hazing? It wasn't too bad. Um, I was the grandmaster of ceremonies. That wow. was my position. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I lived in the frat house for two years. Gosh. Um, yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah, I met your boy. I met one of your boys from college who I enjoyed talking to. Um, and a couple, I've, you know, I'm starting to recognize some of Chris's boys now. And there have been a couple times where, like, I didn't, like, I met somebody who I'd already met. And I've been, like, very upset about it. So then every, now that I, like, saw some people that that's happened with, I was able to make it right. Yeah. I immediately approached them. Dude, good to see you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they know that I'm not, like, insincere, you know? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Felt as if the stakes were a bit high. Um, Ryan and I then became friends on, uh, what's it called again? The exercise app, the fitness plus app. So I get notifications whenever Ryan has worked out. Wow. Nice. And you and your dad do that, right? Or you and your dad do that. My dad and I do that. Yes. Yes. By the way, <laughs> Julio brings us pizza off. I've never seen a pizza eaten so fast. He got crushed. Wow, that's crushed. a good feeling. It was good. Crushed. So funny, I, everyone's already drunk at that point, yeah. so pizza is just gone. Like, I'm like, get a piece before. It's yeah, gone. yeah, yeah, yeah. I told Hillary that. Make my mouth water. <laughs> Hillary, dude, oh my God, this killed me. She, I told Hillary, and she goes, that means you didn't bring enough pizza. Oh. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, well, nice. I don't, like. No, no, I like, no. I, I had nothing to say. And I was like, no, I guess you're right. I just like, no. I don't know. Like, she's like, yeah. She's like, you always have to bring <laughs> enough. So but you don't know before you've arrived. It's yeah. possible that there are pizzas there already or that everyone just ate. They went to big dinners. Nothing would be sadder than seeing your pizza go uneaten. Mm. Agreed. And I think two pizzas. Uh, it could be enough. It could be not enough. It could be too much. You just never know. Um, two would have been perfect, I think. Yeah, but there would have been two or three slices left over. You should have probably hit up Ryan before. Was he there before you got there? He was there before. You got there. Maybe you could have said, "Hey, don't tell anyone." But I'm about I did. Kind of did. I did. I'm I was to... too busy pitching the game that I wasn't <laughs> looking at my phone. I got four messages from Julio. I felt guilty even <laughs> sending it. I'm like, why now I have to turn this like fun event into like a work thing? But like I text him, I'm like, dude, film me coming in with the pizza, it'll be funny. Yeah, I could see Ryan being like, Okay, hold on a second, Julio. Guys, <laughs> I like to play basketball with Trevor Ariza. Uh does anybody like I mean, Trevor, a uh, pizza? <laughs> Do people game. like to play? Well, Ryan, you've done a poor job of explaining See? it. See? I did a great job explaining it with a perfect example. Perfect Fuck example. Coming with a TikTok game. Oh, hello, oh. fellow kids. My name's Ryan. Do you have TikTok? Uh. <laughs> you Not needed to take a, You poor needed Ryan. to take the pizza temperature, and you failed because you didn't think of Trevor Ariza. And frankly, I still don't understand the game. So I'm with Chris's friends. Francis, in the or not Francis, Ryan, in the oops world, Francis is your dad and I'm your mom. Francis <laughs> is hard on you and I'm like, oh, Ryan, you did good. Thanks. I love you, Ryan. Come here. Thanks. Pet you. Dude, oh, it's, it's not Dude, that hard. Speaking of which, my dad uh, and mom and Zio Butch came over to see my apartment and Nancy, uh, who's Zio Butch's pal. And my dad comes in. He's like looking around. He looks at the bar. And he sees that we have a bar. And like we didn't have a bar growing up, so I think it's like a little jarring for them to see like a liquor bar. Mm. Um, and my dad goes, could you pour me a vermouth? Wow. I'm like, 
ju- you just want vermouth? <laughs> <laughs> You'd like an ingredient? <laughs> and he, yeah, and he goes, "Well, no, I don't like have to have it if you don't like don't want to give me any." I'm like, "That's not it." I was like, "I've just never heard somebody." <laughs> I've never heard someone just drink vermouth. He's like, yeah, I like like sweet. And I'm like, okay, dude, I just pour him a fucking glass of vermouth. And he sits and drinks over ice. I've never seen that. You know what? I got to say, it is amazing to me how much you and your dad continue to discover about each other on a weekly basis. There's always a new thing. I think my dad and I know each other's full books. <laughs> my dad's not trying to he's not trying for new stuff anymore his tricks are his tricks and he's got his bag and that's it um but your dad is it is it constantly revealing new wonderful things about himself dude yeah i was i was, I was like okay yeah did whatever. you know that he likes to drink vermouth no and i don't think he does <laughs> <laughs> like i don't think he <laughs> i think he saw it there and he was like oh wow like i would drink some of that uh-huh <laughs> not even with ice with ice with ice okay vermouth on ice is that a thing i don't know i wouldn't have known i mean i have it for mixing cocktails same but maybe it is a thing but to me it's the thing you drink like when you're like 15 and you steal the brandy that your mom uses for sauce <laughs> for, for baking <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean it's yeah. like it's dusty and it's in the back of a cabinet and mm-hmm. no one's drank it in years and you're drinking you know fermented vermouth and you get blasted dude <laughs> and you're just fucking you know what i mean like all right well dude i got one more thing and then we should rip an email um i yeah. took hillary to new york pilates nice. to our favorite instructor louisa louisa um and it was funny because, you know, I've told her these stories about the way things go when I'm in class. And I wonder if she, like, thinks I'm over-exaggerating or whatever. But lo and behold, the instructor gets on the thing. And she's like, all right, guys, it's inner thigh day. She's like, typically people forget about inner thighs unless you're Julio. <laughs> <laughs> then, dude, it was like a very ballet-inspired class. So I'm doing, like, this thing mm-hmm. and, like, this and the whatever the... Le- <laughs> And Hillary's behind me, and I keep like peering over my shoulder, and she's just dying laughing, <laughs> watching me and Tandu and fucking doing all these moves. And then the instructor sees Hillary laughing, and she goes, "What are you laughing about?" And she goes, "Oh, just watching him do this." She goes, "Oh yeah, he loves it. He said he was going to wear a tutu to class once, but he didn't." I'm just, they're just like roasting me together. I'm like, it's so funny. Gallerati in the mix, uh, ripping Pilates. No. Um, okay, we got an email here. Uh, and then we will go about our merry way, our sa- on our satisfied way. Oh, boy. <laughs> Enjoy that. Enjoy um, that path. All right. This is called Story for Your Pod Lab. Oh, dude, real quick. I forgot to mention this. This is really funny. Is this a thing in general on bachelor parties, or is this like a stag potty thing where you make the bachelor dress in a stupid outfit? I've never experienced Okay, that. so it's like called the outfit of shame. I don't know if it's like a British thing, mm. but dude, theirs was brilliant. They got the guy a NetJets hat and a NetJets t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking funny. That is funny. Because it's subtle enough that you don't know that it's a gag. No, I you know. You just think he's a douche. I know. Dude, fucking hilarious. That reminds me, I got in an elevator yesterday in my building, and the guy in the elevator was wearing a Mohegan Sun jacket. And I was like, what? In your apartment? You, like, in my building, yeah. 
<laughs> you, you, the only reason I would ever buy a Mohegan Sun jacket is if the night before all the rest of my clothes had gone missing. <laughs> I'd thrown them in a pool and I had to buy something from the gift shop. Was it like vintage? Did it look cool? Was no. the guy like trendy? No. He's just some no, old No, he was just gambler. an older guy. Yeah. <laughs> was he a parent of someone in the building? I don't know. I don't know, but he was wearing uh he they were both wearing masks, goggles, <laughs> and gloves. What? It was like a 75 degree day. <laughs> Which made me think that they're just so afraid of COVID, COVID still. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, hilarious. Um all right, here we go. Story for your pod, lads. Um, let me just see here. Because I think there's a... He says a bunch of nice stuff. He's listening from Dublin. Uh, and told us if we're over there to hit him up. Appreciate it, dude. He goes, quick story. Myself and a mate were snowboarding in Andorra a couple of years ago. Wow. Where well, is that? It's like in... It's like near the border of Spain and France, I think. Okay. Um, it's like a little, tiny little country. It's like a skiing destination. You, um, you nailed it. Yeah? yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Between Spain and France. Snowboarding in Dora a couple of years ago. When we got back to the hostel after a night on the on the tear, I'd forgotten the pin to get in the front door. I love all these terms. Dude. Yeah. I'd forgotten the pin to get in the front door. Nobody was answering, and we knocked on most windows. My friend had rakes of pints, so he wasn't much. <laughs> my, my friend had rakes of pints, so he wasn't much help. And honestly, I was afraid he'd die of hypothermia. Anyways, I found an axe and put it through a kitchen window, and we climbed in and Jesus. went off to bed. <laughs> Wake up uh, to banging on the bedroom door. Owners were fairly pissed, obviously. I told my mate uh, he'd done it and he couldn't remember. So he coughed up the 300 for a new window. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting tight on cash and he was flush. And honestly, if I hadn't had to deal with the drunken bollocks, we'd have been back in time. Still feel a bit guilty. Should I have split the bill at least? I think at this point, what a dog. if you offer to split, well, I, I don't know if you're coming clean. Yeah, the move is to like take him to dinner one night that costs the same amount when you're flush with cash and tell him. Yeah. And you'll have a nice laugh after you've had rakes of pints. Rakes of pints. Rakes of pints. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to this because I feel like no matter what, a lot of time would have to elapse. He could take that personally that you took advantage of him that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you need to like be doing a. I, I, that's why I think you need to be doing a good gesture. Right, right. Um, in order to make that make yeah. sense, potentially. I think uh, I think let it slide for now. Get him a really nice wedding present. Yeah, bake yeah. that three hundred dollars into the wedding present you're going to get him. So he could argue, well, you were going to get me a wedding present anyway. No, I know. So if you were going to get him a $200 wedding present, get him a $500 wedding present. But then you can't tell him that you're doing that. So maybe, like, maybe, add it, maybe, maybe add it and say in the card, we, you know, we're getting you this really nice Dyson vacuum uh, because right. you know I broke the window. I hope this can help us bury the hatchet, pun intended. Oh, uh, nice. Mm. Nice. Pun intended. Nice. I, that would give me anxiety. It is. A str- it's a tricky one. You, I, for me, I'd like to tell him in person so I can immediately get the reaction instead of have to sitting there waiting for his call. Right. 
you know. Right. But that's certainly a good. I think we both agree that doing something nice for him when it makes sense for you is yeah. a good time to do. Would that. you okay. guys have done that as well? No. 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 I don't think I would have. <laughs> I think I would say in to the next morning I would tell him, "This is what happened last night. We had to break in. There was no choice." Uh, let's split the cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a split situation yeah. most of the time. I'm not going to blame him for us being home too that's late. That's hilarious, though, dude. Also, you know, 150 bucks each. That's just the cost of a bachelor party. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, all right, excellent. Cool. I am in Boston tonight. Uh, Laugh Boston. If there's any tickets left, please come on down. Really excited. It's mm. a great venue. Um Sold really great, really far in advance, which I was really happy about. So I'm excited to be back in my old stomping grounds. Come check it out. Then in June, I'm in Raleigh, Nashville, and Atlanta, the 13th, 14th, and 15th. Austin, Texas, the 14th of July. Uh, and then more stuff this fall. What about you, Francis? Cool. I am going to be asking for Facts with Ryan. Facts with oh, Ryan. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Were they lying? Facts with Ryan. All right, we got one. Sorry. Uh, okay. The Jamba Juice at O'Hare Airport, referenced in your role play, has a 3.9 out of 5 from 180 Google reviews. Not good. <laughs> one of their reviews says uh, $10.09 for a small smoothie that tasted like freezer burn and a cold, stale Parmesan <laughs> pretzel. I waited for a good 10 minutes for the pretzel because they couldn't figure out how to work the filthy toaster oven. The pretzel was still cold, but I had to get to my gate, so I just took it and left. <laughs> Once I was able to eat, it tasted old and stale. Don't bother with this place. Their pretzels are stale. There are a lot of other <laughs> options to choose from. And then a lot of the other reviews were complaining about how bananas, blueberries, and honey were not included with the acai bowls, though that's a major uh, part of the acai totally. bowl. Sure. So. My complaint is with the person who complained about Jamba Juice's pretzels. Multiple times. Three times. What the fuck <laughs> is the matter with you? A cheese pretzel, You're, nonetheless. That's not their thing. That's not their thing. Anybody who orders a pretzel. He said, get your pretzels elsewhere. Yes, we are. We were and we are. Got to get the special popcorn at O'Hare Airport. I forget what it's called. Um. Okay, awesome. I will be in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so dismiss it. What's wrong with that? That's a good point. I do. I wasn't trying to dismiss. Um, June 8th and 9th, I'm in Pittsburgh at the City Winery. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, City Winery, Pittsburgh, then Seattle, Tacoma, and uh, Spokane, Washington, uh, middle of July, July 19th and 20th, I think. Uh, all tickets for that at FrancisEllis.com. Lots of dates coming up in the fall. Can't wait to see you guys. FrancisEllis.com. Thanks.